0: Johnny, did you know Car and Classic now does online auctions? Yes. Did you know each Car and Classic auction includes professional photos and a description of your car and offers a secure payment service? Yes. Did you use Car and Classic online auctions to sell your Jimny? Yes. Did you find the process quick and easy? Yes. Did you once eat too many baked potatoes and then run over
1: yourself? No. You're thinking of Brian Harvey off of E17. Uh, yeah. Smith & Sniff is sponsored by Car and Classic. To find out more about online auctions, visit carandclassic.com.
0: I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith and Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things.
1: In the room. Together. In the room together. (sighs) Well, this is a nice rustic room that we're in. Um, Hmm. And I was going to talk about not the room. Not the room? No, I was going to talk about DIY blue. (laughs) (laughs) I think I can already guess where this is going, but go on. I had this idea, as ideal. I had this ideal. I, yeah, ideal. <laughs> very I, ideal. Brought, I brought some West Country with me. I, I had this you. idea on the way up that a friend of mine recently bought a diesel car that needs add blue, right? And it's really annoyed him because he just hadn't factored in the complexity of it. It's. It's. I th- I've, have I ever had a car with that? I've never had an ad blue car. I
0: feel like add blue in cars is like um, rinse aid in dishwashers. They're very needy for it. Are yeah. quite thirsty for it. Can I have some more? Can I have some more? What, what, I just gave you some. What the yeah. fuck's wrong with you? Yeah,
1: like a druggie. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because you, yes. Anyway, do it yourself at Blue.
1: Yeah. So, lot trucks, mm. obviously running a lot all mm. the time. Yeah. I bet a lot of truckers get dehydrated because they <laughs> don't want to stop because they've got to keep going. Yeah. So therefore, they don't drink enough water.
0: Oh. So this
1: could be a two-stage campaign.
0: So I think I read the other week about James Dyson, that he doesn't like to just use loos that other people use. So at his office, he's got a private loo. What? But if he visits another Dyson site where he doesn't have a private loo that no one else can use, he just doesn't drink anything all day so that he doesn't have to...
1: What, even, a even a-
0: so it's alleged...
1: That's bonkers.
0: It's well, right, but also, isn't one of his major sites in Singapore where it's incredibly hot and humid a lot of the time? So if he's like, no, it's fine, I just won't drink anything all day.
1: Oh no, you'd have the, the mother of migraines. <laughs> exactly. You'd have he's the gone. mother of he basically, he can only see through
0: thin, tiny tunnels, so <laughs> he can't actually, can't actually make any decisions because he can't see anything. What do you think of this new design for a vacuum cleaner or one of those hand dryers that makes an old man fall over?
1: Yeah, it looks great to me. That's how he, signed he it signs. He signs. He signs it off too soon. He has crushing migraine <laughs> and he couldn't actually concentrate and that's why they nearly signed the car off yeah but he came in all just and then, ratty and, and he then, just went Do you know yeah. what I'm bored of this I've spent too much it's nowhere near finished just end it all now
0: oh oh I thought it might be the other way around he's go- keep going he's sure it's a good idea and he's like yes 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 it's a good idea it's a good idea and he's rigged. Really- on the way home he stopped at a petrol station bought a big bottle of Ribena glugged <laughs> it
1: down and he suddenly like Oh my god, making a car is a terrible idea. This is a foolish venture. Yeah. I'm gonna carry on destroying people's lives in Jen's toilets <laughs> yes, they have it's a terrible serious. accident. Or it's they
0: very hard to turn a profit on a car, whereas it is quite profitable to make your granddad break his hip <laughs> in a public lavatory. So.
1: If you've just tuned into this and you've never heard of this podcast before, you're thinking this is not about cars. No.
0: It seems um, to be touching on hand drives for some reason.
1: Well um, But my the point about my ad blue is we hydrate truckers we encourage them to drink mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of water mm-hmm. it's a natural way to look after your body perhaps lose weight even is it? okay yeah well you're you just constantly flushing your kidneys aren't you? just constantly okay. just flushing <laughs> just <like> constantly flushing <laughs> yeah. yourself out yeah. it's the it's old school detox yeah isn't it? Yeah. and then and then but you, you you can use you sort of have a urinal coupled up to the <laughs> Cab. Oh my God. So you leave. You can leave the truck on cruise control, and you don't have to move from your seat. It's all there, yeah. and it automatically goes into a vat that mixes it with some key other chem- chemicals that I'm not familiar with. <laughs> 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 Do continue, you Doctor. Can, I'm fascinated yeah, yeah. by that.
0: Professor Smith continues his some of the chemicals.
1: As, as Jennifer Aniston would say, here comes the science. Long, long <laughs> pause. Johnny's has got I nothing that.
0: Like like. mixes with Chiora. No. But, you know, I, I mean, which already looks a bit like super dehydrated. No, but this wind. is great
1: because as they drive along, they're hydrating. They're, they don't have to stop for a WAS, And the truck's being fed the necessary chemicals for it to not blast out. Too much horrible stuff.
0: For people who think we're dicking around, this is true that AdBlue is, is urea. Well, I think it's synthetic, isn't it? But
1: it's forming
0: urea, is what it's mimicking, which is yeah.
1: in piss. But I, I don't know what if there, there must be a percentage of. A noise. It's a guy, it's actually snowing. We're doing this podcast in snow. It is, isn't it? It's, it's really snowing, and there's someone going around in a John Deere gator in a spirited uh,
0: way. Well, they're coming off, aren't they? Oh away. yeah, they're... Ozzy Osbourne style. Oh
1: yeah. Ooh, we oh, haven't... we haven't talked about Ozzy Osbourne's quad bike being for sale. No. Is it is... A, was it a Banshee? I think so. I yeah. Th- th- no, oh, okay, and it up. was on. <laughs> it was. It was on Car and Classic the week after we talked about. I think Ozzy Osbourne. Having the familiar, you know, terrible uh, tank slap neck snap accident. Yeah, I can't freaking find. Yet, of
0: course, I can't find it. I can never find anything when I want to. Off find of car
1: and classic, it. and it was uh, amazing. Uh, um, amazing. Oh, well, maybe I just should I just uh, I should just search for it, shouldn't I? What just the, search for it because I'm pretty uh, sure that nobody okay. used it after Ozzy had his accident. I think just I'm surprised he didn't like. Set fire to it in some sort of Viking burial. Oh, of course, I'm not on the internet, so that's not going to be you on the internet. <clears> okay, I
0: anyway, it might not be there anymore, but I, I think this was up. A, a listener who I'd like to thank for this, but I can't find their email. Oh, uh, I'll, dig it, out. I'll um, dig it out. Hang on. Alerted to this: that Ozzy Osbourne's old quad bike, the one he famously flipped over and hurt himself on, yeah, is so ideal for anyone hoping to open a macabre quad bike museum. This is the one that Rick Mail came off.
1: What, the same, what, is it going to be like John F. Kennedy's presidential limousine? Oh, well, they
0: rebuilt it. I,
1: still, can't, I still, to this day, can't believe that they didn't just crush it and go in. No, I know. They it's, kept it's, the damn thing going.
0: It's slightly yeah. macabre, isn't it? Well, it so, is. It, you'd understand it if it was a country that couldn't afford to do that. But the US has largesse and could go, our president was assassinated in this car. Yeah. Let's just destroy it
1: it just doesn't make no, any sense let's it, just
0: hose it out and then the next president can use it oh right.
1: we found it x Ex- here we go on car and classic it, i think the auction has now yeah it ended on the december the 1st okay um 1996 Os- ex-Ozzy Osborne <laughs> Yamaha Banshee because <laughs> we should remember this. the key parts of the description look bullet point the vehicle he broke several ribs on next bullet point left untouched since the accident next bullet point running condition next bullet point a rare collectible and it is I mean it's a 352 stroke um, Banshee I think they were really larry. <laughs> he probably had no previous quad bike experience no and he went. Oh well, I'll just that one looks pretty cool, Well, yeah. it, is, it is cool. Have, it's also I've very had powerful.
0: A lot to drink, and or some qualudes or something, <laughs> <laughs> good seventies drug. And uh, I'm going to go and ride it down a hill. Yeah, the, the, sideways. The
1: 352 it. stroke was earned its title King of the Dunes due to its power and off road only nature, okay. not to be messed with. And this was put to the test by the previous owners uh, r- rather Im- infamously. He fell off this very quad bike, cracking a vertebrae, breaking eight ribs and his collarbone, and left him unconscious. And, no. he, and he even stopped breathing for a while, but this did not stop the That's Prince yeah. of Darkness. <laughs> Over the past 20 years, the quad has been left untouched as part of his estate. Oh, wow, so he kept it. Mm. He didn't just get rid, put it on, a ca- take it to cash converters and just get rid of this yeah, yeah, thing yeah. now. Yeah, right. yeah, interesting. Wow, okay, yeah. So so Uh, I want to know if anybody on this, uh, listening to this cast, off of this cast, bought it or knew somebody that bought it. What's going to happen to the ex-Aussie banshee? (laughs) (laughs) It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, Damage present from Aussie's crash condition in the part of the condition report. Didn't, yeah, weren't they saying also he'd
0: scratched off some of the lettering, so it said... It said funny decal wordplay. I think it says ha-ha or something instead of Yamaha, which would be, I don't know how you... I suppose you could peel them off, I don't
1: know. We'll put the link in there. I mean, it's obviously, it's already sold. It's sold for ten and a half thousand quid. Wow. Yeah.
0: So I wonder what it'd be worth if it hadn't almost killed a rock star. What? The person who
1: sold oh, it is gambling, based in Gambling Game, gambling which is one of the play, quite near that. Wendon Zambo, Wendon Zambo, Wendon Zambo. Please the, don't
0: ask me what I did in the eighties.
1: It's the end of the road for you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's uh,
0: <laughs> well, anyway, there we go. So that's Smith and Stiff, always ahead of the news. Uh, if you want to buy Ozzy Osbourne's old quad bike, you can't. It's already sold. But if you did buy it, please get in touch because we'd love to hear from you.
1: Now I did a thing yesterday, um, quite embarrassingly, I got into a car and had to stop and fill up with fuel, but I hadn't made a note of which side the filler flap was. Ah. And it's my own frigging car. Which car?: The Honda element? Ah, because the oh, Honda I guess. Got, you guess which side?: Right. It's a
0: Japanese car. Yes. Traditionally the filler would be on the passenger side. Yeah. Curbside for right hand drive cars. However, it was designed in America for Americans. But they would keep it on that side because Americans like convenience. They would like to get out and the flap to be there right by the driver's door. So, so it's on the passenger side.
1: It is. Dang. However, <clears throat> the little logo on the dashboard mm. has, it, has, it, has the, the fuel uh, pump mm. next to the fuel gauge, has the, the nozzle going in on the right. Oh, but that's just coincidence, isn't it? That was that the, because there was a meme went round a while ago. That went, did you know you could tell? Well, it normally slides, you know? is. No,
0: but that's easy to put the arrow, don't they? Put the little arrow. I did I don't have an arrow. Well, I think Ford started putting the arrow. I think it was that was a Ford innovation. So I,
1: well, I was tired. I would just finished a job, mm. and oh, did you do the stretch? I might have been hungover, <laughs> but I, I was. What I did was I pulled up at the pump, got out, instantly realised what I'd done, mm. swore a little bit, mm. looked around, and as I was looking around, a lady on the other side of the pumps who'd already got in her car, had done the same thing. Oh, we locked eyes. <laughs> she was in a Mazda two Demio. Is it the Demio? The, the boxy one. The boxy Mazda two. It, don't, it wasn't. Well, there was. There's a boxy Mazda two, and there's a Demio. Was before that, but well, it's really boxy and small. It might have been a Mazda two then. Okay, and she looked at me and I looked at her. And we, we both did the same thing. It was like, should we just... No. I'll, do, I'll do it like this on, on the microphone, because we don't say it. We go, mm. the other way now. The other way mm. And she went, yeah, I'll go to you and you go to me. And we did it. Mm. And then um, as I was filling up, I sort of smiled at her and did the thumbs up. We didn't actually talk. And a guy pulled in in front of me in a Suzuki carry. Oh. You know, a small van. Mm. Don't see him around so much anymore. No. But this is where the saga gets interesting. <laughs> so I fill up, and then I, I mess around with something I can't remember what, and then I go and pay. Oh, I litter to put in the bins. Mm-hmm. I wanted to empty my car of mm-hmm. road food. Textbook. You know the rules. And as I came out, I realised that dude's still filling the Suzuki Carry. It, can't have, it hasn't got like a Dakar. <laughs> filling <tech."> what?
0: Well, <laughs> they're filling the load
1: space. Well,
0: that's
1: why. So I'm like, it's a small van. Right? They're one point three. Yeah. That's
0: got to have, like, a 30-litre tank on well, it. Yeah, it
1: turns out... It turns out he had 10-gallon cans... Oh. ...lined up. Oh, my and God. he'd been filling one and putting it in. Taking the other one out. Filling one, putting it back in. The side door was open. It had... Ten gallons of... Shitting heck. So either he was going on the Dakar... Yeah. <laughs> or... or he ran a strimmer business. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually know. Or he's planning to... I commit a horrendous
0: act of arson. Well, well hopefully not. Hopefully not that, that dark. But if those Suzuki carries, famously
1: unstable <laughs> <bands>. <laughs> So He's going to fill it with frigging... It was full of petrol. Ten gallons It was of loose petrol. Ten gallon no, cans. I was thinking...
0: Yeah, it's a lot of fuel. I wouldn't dare touch the brakes, never mind go around a corner. Bloody hell. Yeah, tell me about if it. if you stuck
1: it in a ditch? Well, but you would never know, it would all atomise. <laughs> <laughs> You'd <would> never
0: know. <laughs> It'd be one of those fires where they have to evacuate streets and things. Yeah, yeah all the, the understeery
1: melt. carry. Uh, oh ended my God. Up. Yeah, so just all of the fuel. Going into imagine odd? the smell in there as well. Yeah, because he will have splashed it. He looked like I'm not going to say a doddery old man, but he was no. of an age where he probably didn't didn't wipe the sides of the can and probably a little bit of oversplash <laughs> around the edges. You know what I mean on the rim of the of the of the can. Well, yeah,
0: because also filling one of those cans is always feels a bit perilous, doesn't it? It's, well, it's just, awful. It's just not not. Comfortable experience. You get
1: the can. You get the clickety click. You get the clickety click on the nozzle. Yeah, and you go a little bit higher. Just a little just bit, bit higher. A bit more. A little bit higher. A little bit. Oh no, it's gone over the edge. And what? What do you then do? What do you then do? Uh,
0: don't know. I, I don't know, mate. Now, here's something that I saw uh, last week that I wanted to mention to you because it was weird uh, in the car park of a B okay. and Q. Okay. It was a damp day. And this time of year, you know, a damp day sprays muck on cars. Cars just get mucky,
1: don't they? Road film.
0: Unspecified grey road muck. Yeah, awful. Don't fight it. It's just a fact of this time of year.
1: Yeah. Ideally, you want your car detailed first, so it just, it beads. Beads. And can't adhere to anything.
0: Well, I parked up and I popped into B&Q with my kids just to go and grab something. Came back just as a man had pulled in in a car. And not a goat. Yeah, (laughs) 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 I I was going to say that. I realised I I locked the
1: goat by the mouth to the bicycle area,
0: (laughs) So don't eat anything.
1: Uh, uh, So this boat had pulled in. I sort of saw the
0: he was he got out and but then we I was walking across the car park quite slowly because we had my children with me. So I had time to sort of then see him and he he was then, he got in the boot and his wife and a teenage daughter got out and then were standing around. And he got out of the boot, car cleaning items. Oh. And he was wiping off the bodywork of the car. What, in the car park? In the car park. What, What were the other two doing? Standing there as if this is just a normal thing. Oh, my gosh, you he know, There might have been a bit of teenage daughter eye-rolling, but the wife sort of was just standing there, and they were both they were standing there. They didn't even sort of go, we'll see you in there. They stood and they waited,
1: and he was... He Mid-journey was... detailing. Yes, but the car was... Oh, I bet it was something cheap. It I bet was... it was a brand-new, cheap car, like an MG3. Ooh, good guess. No, it was an <laughs> outgoing shape,
0: Honda Civic. Ooh. White. White, white. So of course, this time of year, white car. It is a nightmare to keep oh, it to clean. But this us. man's determination to keep it clean. And that's, I was just like, is he doing this after every journey? It's like, just time Can we some? go to B and Q, Keith, and get some more, some more paint? And I need a rug. And oh, a after, I've had a look outside. I don't want to get the civic. He's there, the Keith. guy. It's around. a
1: civic, Keith. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's right. He's the guy that keeps it in the garage even though it's very tight it's a single garage it's a real yeah. rigmarole to get it out oh he's
0: carpeted the walls he's, so he's carpeted ding the doors when he opens them that's
1: what I was about to say there's oh. three types of carpet there he's rescued yeah. them from neighbouring skips <laughs> and he over the, over the last decade or more yeah. and he's gone I'm not or this adds not only adds warmth to the garage in winter mm. but protection over all angles so mm. I can drive in slightly badly and it's okay
0: would he have a tennis ball hanging from the ceiling that touches the windscreen at the precise point he needs to stop
1: you i, I aspire to having that i would love my uncle had that you've
0: got to calibrate it carefully though
1: oh damn you've got to cal- mean, and and if anybody moves it for a joke that's yeah, not a joke. I can a joke you put it right at the end <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah, tennis ball moving shenanigans <laughs> Which, Does anybody still do the tennis ball hanging from the... I don't know. Well, it's scenery. another
0: one for listeners. It's, 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 if you or someone you know still
1: has a tennis ball hanging from the roof, they people don't put cars in garages anymore, they do. They, that's no. That's so, But cars don't... But they sort... We, we have covered this before. Cars do rot, but mm. you, they invisibly rot. So that because of all the mm. plastic trim and cladding, the yeah. only person that sees the rot is the MOT tester. Yeah. No one else sees the rot. Yeah, true. And... I'm now annoyed with myself because I recently, due to house moving, had to skip some things, mm. uh, which I might have mentioned. And I realised I skipped a very sun-damaged swing ball, oh. which I could have repurposed because a... the cord and the ball were still good. Shit. Bollocks. I'm going to have to run down to the landfill site in the Vain Hope. <laughs> but are you, you're not using your garage at the moment because it's full of stuff. It's full of stuff. Yeah. I've got a, I'm borrowing a corner of a barn for important stuff for important dry storage <laughs>
0: newspaper of, collection
1: yes no no of of, of of like the old cars which must be kept oh must be kept dry okay but cars which i'd quite like to keep dry but they 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 don't need to be kept dry there hang on so how many cars on your drive at the moment <clears throat> i keep one outside the office and i keep one on the drive at home and i circulate them
0: oh okay yeah but
1: those are the hondas those are the hondas okay
0: yeah but the inside's not gonna rust because it is
1: Aluminium. aluminum. Even though it, it leaks at the moment. Which oh, is very inconvenient. Does it? Yeah.
0: Leaks into the cabin. Yeah. Oh, to so the
1: driver's side footwell it's got a squish to it ah, and it's it's and squish. the problem is how this is a question for listeners. How do you dry a car out if you don't have like a heated garage yes. in winter? Yes. How do you dry a car out? Um You could Take
0: everything out of it. Take everything out of it. I suppose you could do an extremely dodgy extension lead and then Fan heater. heater. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like it's how you'd synthesise slight danger in a laboratory. It it's, isn't it? It's a, it's a crap episode of Casualty. No, it'll be
1: fine. Isn't the extension lead going through a puddle? No, no. it's okay. Isn't that a 100-metre extension lead plugged into another 100-metre yes. <laughs> extension lead? <laughs> goes, yes, you're absolutely right. It'll yeah. be fine. It's not much of a draw no, on the grid.
0: There was nowhere to park outside the house. The car is down the street outside like five <laughs> doors down, so I've had to daisy-chain <laughs> All of, them, all of the four gang extensions in our house together. And yes,
1: some of them are sitting in puddles. And yes, it is drizzling again.
0: Ach, Don't and worry.
1: The, and at night people are going, are those, is that Christmas lights? No, it's just a glowing extension <laughs> that's just yeah. fizzing quietly in a puddle. What could possibly go wrong? What's that smell?
0: Well, unfortunately, uh, he's left the fan heater running too long and the dashboard of his car's melting. <laughs> it's bowing. <laughs> it's sort of gone like gloopy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's looks like, what you have to do. No, that looks like a, a first gen Ford car dash, but it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't originally <laughs> like that. <laughs> that sort of wrapper. I still quite like the dash design
0: of that. Yeah, it's good. That's good. That, I was thinking about cars again. People, when we, when we, when we a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about cars. I mean, we yeah. them KAs, and
1: we were because I still can't decide. Well, so, but somebody uh, I, can't remember I you still... messaged
0: in someone went stop saying that. It sounds stupid to say car. It's like, and then somebody, I think it was on social media, actually, because somebody else went, well, I used to work at a Ford garage, and you couldn't say car, because it was very confusing. Yeah. Have you sold that car? Which one?
1: Yeah. The car. The car.
0: We've got lots of them. We're a garage. So,
1: would they refer to it as a cat or a ka? Ka,
0: I think, was right. the industry. Because I'd never heard K-A until I think I heard it from sort of like, that's how Ford
1: say it. Hmm. So. I mean, who, look, who, is it, what's right and what's wrong? Right. Is it tomato, tomato? I don't know. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> Let's call it off. <laughs> The whole fucking thing,
0: ah, uh, that's it. Yeah. Um, so I there's something else I was going to mention to you. What was it? Oh, yeah, I know. I was behind a Vauxhall Aguila. Oh, Aguila, which is a Suzuki uh wagoner, isn't yes, it? it is. Yes, yeah, a and Rick Wagoner, Rick Wagoner,
1: yeah, and the
0: Aguila's. I think only the Wagoner has that towel rail screwed to the boot. Yes, it does. Which is it chrome? Yeah. It is, is
1: it? It's just, a B&Q towel rail. Or one of those rails that helps infirm people off the yeah. toilet. Yes. You know, once they've gone onto the toilet, they're like, I can't get back off for
0: that help. Can't get off, but it's okay, because i parked my Wagoner in the bathroom, so I can just... Uh, yeah, well, it's so narrow, it'll fit through the yeah, door. Yeah, it is, yeah. That's why they're so narrow. So yeah. Through the really patio happy. doors. But I was, I was following the tequila... I suddenly noticed the exhaust on it. It's got the smallest exhaust. Yeah. You could also see it comes from sort of up, high down, and then just drops to pop out through the bumper it does. It does. But <clears throat> it does. Just, it looked to me like, I was, <clears throat> is there a car? Because obviously you get like, you know, lawnmowers and shit. Oh, which have, have tiny, tiny little, tiny little, tiny little, sort tiny dicks. Cat anus exhaust yeah. somewhere. But yeah. a car that has a really small exhaust on it. Is
1: there anything smaller than a Gila? It's just look, it's like... The <clears throat> the Fiat 126 has a crimped tip. Oh, yes. It has a crimpy, crimpy tip. Because, of course, the engine's at the back, there's not a lot of room no, no. for a silencer. So just as a sort of last minute, let's just quieten quite <laughs> it down. They just crimp the tip. But couldn't that just risk making it go... So it sounds a bit like trombone, yeah. then, doesn't it? <laughs> What's it called? Em- Embruchet? Oh. is embouché? Well, it,
0: the, the, the the thing you have to do with your mouth what are you
1: pursing is it pursing no, you, of the yeah, lips I think it's embouché someone will write in
0: um, <clears throat> if, you, if you want to contact us on this or any of the matters raised in this podcast it's uh, hello at smithandsniff.com hello at smithandsniff.com
1: hello is it Smith and Sniff Smith you're, you're looking, looking for because uh, so, I've seen it in the crimp pipe. in because
0: uh, uh, oh someone yeah someone wrote in uh, last week for said uh, could you do a Christmas song yeah but they used the wrong email address so no we can't
1: but I did want to sit down and really craft out some good lyrics uh, and I <laughs> thought well which one what's the logical well we know what the logical song would be it'd be driving home for Christmas wouldn't it
0: yeah but someone's already done that so we'd have to pay Chris Rear to use it he's already done it
1: oh couldn't we just change the lyrics I think the is Chris still going to get cash Chris, from Chris us?
0: Chris would he- still like some cash from you for that,
1: right. I would suspect. Well, what about if we um, just said we won't <clears> profit from this? We're just doing it for shit. <laughs> We're just doing it for shit and giggles, Chris. Okay? <laughs> he, when I say shit... Goes, well, I'm
0: no copyright lawyer, but that sounds okay to me. <laughs> Knock yourselves out, lads. Do on the beach while you're at it. I like. Yeah, that we'll one. do that one, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, he Well, he'll be on his way now. He's been on his way for a while. Yeah, he's been on his way since the, because end the I had the Because I, I know there's been many puns about this before, but I thought... He's left up north yeah. right mm. where he's from mm. he's going to London for a dinner event but and he knew this when he set off in his car it's mm. a prestige car but it's in limp home mode and he just can't be asked <laughs> to get it reset he needs an ECU flash and yeah he, he just can't be asked so he's driving down at less than 40 miles an hour yeah. on the motorway <laughs> that reminds he's in me, limp home mode that reminds me in fact of that uh, a, a patron of
0: ours Bindu... Yes, Cannings. Cannings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Australia. Out of off of Australia, who's been in touch with us a few times before. Um, Bindu sent us a message about that the other day. What, limp home mode? Yeah, hang on. let going to load <clears throat> this up. Here we go. Uh, he says, On the weekend, I had a car-based incident that made me think of a topic for the podcast. The topic being, modern cars that could very easily be driven home going into sodding limp mode. <laughs> this came to mind when, on the weekend, my C55 had me stranded on the side of the road purely because of a misfire. The problem is that because of the misfire, the transmission threw an unexpected value code. Unexpected
1: to, value, yeah, I
0: love that. Due to the inconsistent torque coming from my now seven-cylinder Mercedes, oh. if the car detects a misfire, it will shut down that cylinder altogether. Okay, so that's quite
1: funny. I love that. The, the the um. What was it? What value again did it say? Un- unexpected Unex- value. That's what happens in Microsoft Excel that you and I fear. Oh, yeah. It always says... Unexpected. Oh my value. god. And it has a percentage sign and an exclamation mark. Yeah. And you just go, I don't know what's yeah. going on. A fucking Excel. I, I had a problem explain. with
0: Excel earlier on. I was gonna tell you about it, not on the podcast, but just it was just being a twat again. Like first of all, the first thing I thought of was, Oh, I must tell Johnny about so I can, we can further our mutual hatred of Rich, Excel. Rich and I have Excel <laughs> fever. Yes. We have okay. XL. So I've entered these, these amounts of... Nice, it's £30, £47, £32 and £4. Could you add that up for me, Excel? Yes! The answer is 97 million percent. <laughs> what? Why? Why is it that? Um,
1: Such a wanker.
0: So, yeah, Bindu says uh, if the... Uh, if the transmission throws this code this unexpected value it normally means the torque converter is shot or that you have nearly zero transmission fluid so the car- damn car won't leave first gear Oh! luckily I had some spare spark plugs in the boot I what? changed both on cylinder 8 twin spark engine yeah, and was on my way however this to- has me thinking of all the times people have to get towed in what is really a perfectly drivable vehicle just because of the bloody
1: computers I bet this happens a lot uh, have you driven very far on... Have you ever done, like, a limp home mode road trip? <laughs> mm. limp no, I don't
0: think I have.
1: I know... Is it as bad as a space saver road trip? I go for a space saver every time, because I you would. know the car's mechanically in rude health. And yeah. you might find a tyre shop somewhere. True. You can sort of wing it, even if you bought, uh, I don't know, insert name of horrifically cheap tyre. <laughs> Ditch kings. <laughs> yes, exactly. Something like that. Um, the, yeah, whatever you call it. The ice then, road, ice road whatever. you
0: Have you done a limp home odyssey? then. I
1: <laughs> <laughs> The odyssey of the limp home. Limp home. What, home are you home. having to
0: drive with the hazards on because you could Oh, yeah, oh, I've done one of them.
1: That's oh, shit, I've done one of them. Mm. Yeah, I've done one of them. I've done one of those. I've done an old school limp home mode where the brakes were binding. So oh. the car still had full torque, but it just couldn't push itself along because the brakes were hanging on. <laughs> and, oh, it was awful. It was so I had to do the hazards. My brother told me the other day about a
0: colleague of his who, for some reason, was driving a car with dual controls. <laughs> and, and, but someone had thrown a bag into the footwell and it was <laughs> on the brake pedal. he didn't notice until there was a smell... And oh. so they pulled into some
1: services, and the, the discs were glowing red. <laughs> Did we do it? The chalk interest, so the passenger footwell was just telling it. Well, telling yeah, it. The, just basically the, there was someone just slightly applying the brakes. That's but... like a sort of schizophrenic car, isn't it? The one, the one footwell's going, slow this day. The was other going, footwell's oh, going, I going, I need yeah. power. <laughs> I need power. This is not a rolling burnout situation. Uh, this also reminds me
0: that when I was little, My dad's told that Solara got jammed in first gear.
1: (laughs) I just love the fact that your family car was... Or was it
0: second? I can't remember. It was a low gear. It might have been second. Because first is so low. And also vocal. Yeah. Very vocal. I'm thinking back, because what happened for some reason... I don't know why this happened. Like, I, I don't know why the gearbox went wrong. It was a linkage, I think. Something yeah. happened in the linkage, and it just jammed fast. So it's like, you could start it, obviously, with a clutch in. Yeah. And then do a, probably, if it was second or third, but a slightly smelly getaway. Yeah. I'm going to say it was second. <laughs> smelly getaway. And I'll tell you why it was second, because... You could uh, drive it some distance. You could drive it. Yeah. Now... Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Rather than ask them to send a lorry to our house where the car was, <laughs> one evening, my dad drove from where we lived in Wilmslow to uh, County Motors in Stockport. Okay, so what's that, 20 miles? No. 15?
1: 10. 10? <laughs> Ten. Ten. I just
0: remember we just drove along very slowly with the hazards on. It's And then... My mum and my brother met us there, to, and he left the car. The garage was closed. I don't know why, but he'd agreed to drop it off after He abandoned hours. it. Yeah. So we pulled in, Yeah, and he managed to, he pulled into a space up against the wall, but that's it, then the car is... You're going to have to push it out again. So then... he he put, he wrote a note and taped it across the steering wheel that said, Car jammed in gear, do not start without depressing clutch. Of course, yeah. Because otherwise, someone might have just gone in and gone, move this fuck up. And just lurched lose. it straight to brick wall. On choke. On choke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I, I just remember driving and vividly because there's a long, straight road. People who know this, the road between Wilmslow and Hanford, there's a long, straight, sort of boulevardy type road, trees on either side. Yeah. And it's very wide and very very straight. The Manchester Road out of there. Very very wide. Very 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 We were going very very
1: slowly with the hazards on. Yes. Excuse so me. You, uh, so you've been drinking? No.
0: But the thing is, I would have been seven maybe at the time, and so it's all a bit of an adventure. I imagine that it, for my dad, it was an incredible stress. It would and an have been teeth gnashing his fucking Solara, okay. <laughs> and then he got it fixed. And then the gearbox started to play up again and then he traded it in for another Solara. And and it was, he was, it was like, thank God the salesman didn't take it for a test drive before offering the trade. Because it had a baggage.
1: gearbox issue. Yeah. The gearboxes he... in those
0: early Solaras were dog shit and then I think in later ones <laughs> it was slightly better.
1: I love the fact he went and bought another one though. I think he said,
0: and any Solara enthusiast listening might be able to correct this They won't this. be listening.
1: No. They, they, they aren't <laughs> there. No, they, they aren't there. No.
0: but I think it was a different gearbox I think it was a it had been a Chrysler gearbox originally from Uh, the original Alpine yeah and then they put a Peugeot gearbox in it oh okay I think that was some claim that was made okay and it was a better gearbox who knows if that's true
1: (sighs) you I really want you to buy a Talbot Solara at some I point just, in your life. I mean... Even if it's just for shits and giggles on this podcast. But th- this Richard, is the problem. If Car and Classic are listening, who, who I know do listen, please find this man of shonky Solara. Oh, man. I don't... See, I don't want a Solara. What, because they're gash? Because I think they're... <laughs> I remember
0: getting... My my godfather, my Uncle Alwyn... Yeah. He was always a Volvo man. yeah. Always,
1: and then did he buy from that dealership with the exceptionally long name in North Wales? Oh, he, well, were, I think at that point the one near
0: Bangor, he would have done because that's where he lives. Yeah, he lives on the edge of Anglesey,
1: he will have gone to
0: that dealership. What's yeah? it? What like called Glamfaethwyn? Oh God, the Volvo
1: Limited. Yes, well, it's still there, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, still exists. I don't know. No, it still exists. Oh well, I'll write the spelling in in the show notes. Okay, because it's exceptionally long. Yeah, in fact. You know what? The fuck this. You're going to look it up. I'm a responsible podcast. Well, I'll tell you.
0: In the meantime, I'll tell you that my, <clears throat> my uncle Alwyn suddenly, for some reason, decided to buy a BMW getaway, and he bought an E34 535i. What? Yeah. A real a real vol- uh, BMW. That's a, yeah that's yeah. This is sp- when they were contemporary. I don't think it was new. It was second hand, but it was still sort of, you know probably like a year or two old. Right. And uh, which is going to yeah, quite racy. I think, in fact, he then went back to Volvo's. But what, because it was too racy? too racy. And um, I don't know. He likes a car, my Uncle Arwen. He, he might have enjoyed it. Oh, here we go. Rear wheel drive balance of oh. the but, um, but E34. Uh, so I remember getting into his E34 out of my dad's Solara and
1: thinking I'd gone deaf. <laughs> oh, T Lon Garage. Ah, but, oh, I see. But look oh. at the name on the garage, that's the full spelling. Oh, that is that. Yeah, Clonfeipagh, Wingagh, Flora, garrison and Robert's Go, go, go! Yeah, that, that's where my uncle Alwyn lives. Well, okay, so that's his local garage. Yeah. So, for the for the benefit of listeners, let me spell the name of this garage to you. Well,
0: it's the famous. It's the famously sort of the longest ta- village name or town name in in Britain, isn't it? It's, I'm sure it, it is. Yeah. The little church on the hill by a puddle by a by a broken Volvo
1: a broken, next to by, next to Uncle Alwyn's by a
0: through a thirty thousand mile. So, so it's double
1: oh, that's, I think just, the last bit they just stuck on to... They History just like people, yeah. But, we're,
0: I don't know. I apologise to any Welsh listeners for my pronunciation, by the way. But um, it's uh, it is a it is the place where my my lives. So, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah
1: it's, sweet it's sweet garage. Sweet been place. going for in excess <laughs> of forty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably fifty actually.
0: Actually, because yeah. then uh, then my uncle Irwin started. He when he retired, he had one of those nice little retirement side hustles delivering cars for the local Audi garage. Oh, and he became an Audi man.
1: Well, I, I think it's the other way around. He became an Audi man.
0: He got to know the local Audi garage, and when he retired, they went, "Oh, you know, you're looking for a bit of work there, Alwyn. Who want to help us deliver in a few weeks?" Six <laughs> uh, isn't it? Isn't it? There's yeah. lovely. So, uh, yeah, that's that's that's, uh, what that's was I Oh no! So, so you know, getting into a five three five of the eighties after being in a Tobaslara and going, "Why isn't there absolutely raucous tappet noise all the time?" Oh, you,
1: like, you just couldn't believe how quiet a normal how quiet car was. It was. Do you know what? Thinking about that, that
0: must have been actually. I think maybe he bought a, an E34 new. E34. When it was oh. when it was new, because that car only came out in eighty seven, I think. And by nineteen eighty eight, my parents had bought a Peugeot four hundred and five. So hmm.
1: they love a bit of the uh, PSA. Uh, yeah, they PSA. did, didn't they? This is so. But Chrysler Talbot Group,
0: a great example of brand loyalty. Yeah, that my dad was. A Chrysler man. I don't know why. A Roots Group
1: man. Well, and as was mine. Avenger. Yeah. So same, same gateway yeah. drunk. This our was parents. meant to be Richard, but we both we, we both got indoctrinated. But it's a shame my dad's no longer with us because I
0: feel like him and your dad would get on very well because both engineers both love a roots group car. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> it's just like, just like, I mean, we've got going at least on? half an hour of chat. Did there. your
1: dad um, smoke a pipe in the 70s? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. No, he's never a And uh, what music was he down with? What tapes did you have in the car? Uh, my dad
0: just liked uh, classical <coughs> music and Welsh choirs.
1: My dad like. Well, he still likes classical music. Does he? Yeah, yeah. Not into pop music. Uh, no, not really. No, no very very trad. In that it's a respect. classic
0: parent dynamic, isn't it? Your dad's not so fussed, but your mum's into pop.
1: Oh, your mum, ma- Abba. pop of the day. Mum well, was yeah. just well, saturated
0: it. in ABBA. ABBA. My dad would tolerate ABBA. I've told yeah. this story before about touring Denmark in, in my dad's purple. I can't so believe you Samarit. went all the
1: way to Denmark. In the we Samarit. didn't drive
0: all the way there. We got the ferry across the sea bit, but then <laughs> the um, but the only cassette in the car that was acceptable to the whole family was ABBA. So we had just two weeks of ABBA on loop, and Amazing. nobody complained. And I still love ABBA. so that's that's the power of ABBA. But poor, uh, poor, poor, Parshar. Um, the uh, now I, I can't remember what we're talking about. Oh yes, no, our dads and Roots Group. But my dad then, for some reason, after he had Minis, yeah, oh, then Cortinas. Yeah. And then went to Avengers. And then he was going to go back to Cortina's, but there was a strike. He
1: ordered a Cortina estate when I was little because he needed a more practical car. There's a f- so he... Okay. So whereas my family went for the Avenger estate when they mm. became parents, your dad was going to go to the Blue Oval. I tell a lie. He
0: went Avenger, Avenger, Alpine. Okay. But then I think he thought he needed even more room in the boot than the hatch could allow. Yeah. So he ordered a Cortina estate and then there was a strike at Dagenham yeah. and they couldn't say when the Cortina estate would be made yeah. and delivered
1: the lots of smoking men in bell bottoms yeah. shouting <laughs> yeah. and there well, this would
0: sp- have been the late no this was actually the dawn of the 80s I think because then this would have been run out Cortina possibly run out getting towards the run out I think and he cancelled the order and he went and bought the the purple Solara so I don't know where the practicality bit suddenly evaporated and he went oh I'll get a saloon I'll get something less versatile
1: yeah like, but he he, um because of course the alpine had the hatch didn't it i mean honestly if you tune into this for for talking about ultra shit cars (laughs) i mean we we are we got you back
0: we are at the coal face shitting heck though wait a minute i'm getting my timeline all screwed up i can't remember how this this but there was a point so my dad worked for esso
1: yeah esso
0: had a company car scheme if you were a certain grade which my dad was so he was entitled to a car, but they didn't like lease you a car or whatever had been the system in those days. They gave you some money... To go and buy to it. To go and buy a car. And you were allowed to top up if you wanted to. And, Amazing. But it had to be... They had this insistence that it had to be a four-door saloon in case you ever had to drive customers around. Right. Uh, and my dad was a bit like, but I don't because that's not what my job is. So Ever. Ever. But that's fine and then his colleague Ron successfully argued that because he definitely didn't have to drive customers around he could have an Audi coupe and that's what he got yeah but I think my dad suddenly went I'm going to get a Solara and then he realised with his money if he topped up a little bit he could have a Tagara and he was going to get a Tagara treat himself nice realised it wouldn't fit in our garage yeah because they were wider right. weren't they so we deeply went to unsuccessful Solara. car. Yeah, deeply <laughs> unsuccessful car. But, but for Tagara money, he yeah. got a Solara GLS with, as it turns out, a shit gearbox. <laughs> so but that was I was gutted we couldn't have a Tagara. This is my childhood, is oh. sort of punctuated by me trying to persuade my dad to buy deeply unsuccessful Chrysler <laughs> products. Problem? Can we have a rancho, Dad? No. no. Can we have a Tagara? Maybe. Oh no, won't we'll fit in the garage.
1: Well, I uh, today. Mm. And this stems from a conversation we had at several casts ago about Daihatsu Terios is being very narrow. (laughs) Oh, I remember the narrow car. But go on, yeah. But so on the road today, um, I saw not one but two Terioses. Oh, in identical colours, and I one of in between the two, I pulled into the services for a toilet and a coffee. Yeah. And I thought it was the same one, and then realised the spare wheel cover (laughs) on one of them said Daihatsu. The spare wheel cover on the other one said Terios diagonally. Oh. And it reminded me of... And I'm going to have to say sorry to the listener. I think they DM'd us on Instagram. And I've forgotten your oh, name. I can't be doing with the DMs on
0: Instagram. Far too difficult.
1: It, they, so I, I, you get happy. buried. But yeah. what they, they, they said... Listening to your Deterios chat the other <laughs> week... said... They are the angelfish of the car world. Oh, yes, <laughs> I <know. laughs> I realise it's the perfect description. Yeah. When they're coming towards you, they're so narrow, you almost yeah, you don't go, see them. And then when they turn, right? they go, oh. oh, it's a terios. <laughs> 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 so, does it, can we think of they any are. other perfect angel fi- automotive angelfishes? Well, no, see, because I... Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> It's true, though, isn't it? It's really it made is me think the um,
0: the original Morgan Aero Eight, though, I thought is a sort of is a narrow faced car in that its face is narrow- too narrow for its head. <laughs> well, it's like a hammerhead shark almost. It's like this woman that I sometimes used to see around um, a, 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 near where I used to live, who I said, in my head she was just the small faced woman
1: small face small faced woman it's like all of her features were sort of clustered towards the middle of her head when well, she looked like you know kids have got those apps where you can hover a phone over someone yeah. while you're filming them and it, it makes them either really fat or really thin yeah. or really strange
0: yeah or just, just have a really but yeah the small faced woman oh wow she's said no, no not like no, not like sort of like freakish looking but it just went your face is quite small for your it's all in board or your features are all too clustered together it's like <laughs> Bentley Molson kind of Bentley Molson, but I think more more sort of Morgan Arrow 8 or 8 um, or Mulsani face. There's something else that's like that. Inboardy features. Inboard features, yeah. Yeah. Like inboard brakes. Maybe there's a weight-saving benefit to her face. So. <laughs> she can turn quicker. <laughs> yeah, she's got a, She can. Her, the unsprung weight of her face is, is actually quite impressive.
1: Yeah, so Citroen 2CV front brakes, uh, oh, yes, alpha, are, alpha Sud, inboard discs. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just hugging the block. Aston's used to have inboards at the back,
0: I think, didn't they? Yeah. For some reason or other. I don't know why. And
1: Rover P six. Oh. It's weight, isn't it? Jags. It's I think it is, yeah. 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 And it it's a complete Brian to change the to do mm. routine maintenance. Oh I'll just change the rear pads. No, you won't. <laughs> no you, won't. you won't. You're gonna be there for two days. Have you got a four post lift? No. No. Well you Best are of gonna, you're gonna be outside XB. your house <laughs> for days and days and days. And it's a terrible, terrible job. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, because it's going. Okay, so this part that needs to be maintained and replaced at regular intervals, should we tuck it away? Yeah, put it yeah, away. Let's tuck it away. Just send it, 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 it away. away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's an awful idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, what else I going to say? I I, I, oh, just...
1: <laughs> I wrote <laughs> something down somewhere to chat. To I wrote you about. down
0: this is not relevant at all. But all I was amusing mm. myself the other day thinking of off-brand sitcoms like. You know, like you used to get knock off cars that look like a Citroen ZX or something. Yes. And but they're made in China. And Oh yeah, uh, we used to get all those. Mm, like little little fangs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There was... They just and of course now it seems almost hilarious because the Chinese car industry is in fact oh of, powerhouse so yeah and it's just doing its own thing <laughs> yes. perfectly well but, um, but yeah for some reason it suddenly popped into my head that like you'd go to China and there'd be a sitcom that starred Delman and Uncle Arthur <laughs> and <laughs> Del the Man yeah you go hang on isn't this only Fools and Horses but then your kid's called Donkeys and Idiots or something and you go
1: I feel like this is a rip off of this I can't quite <laughs> put my finger on the familiarity here but it is very it's familiar it's very
0: familiar Roger you plonkhead! <laughs> what the heck um, anyway oh uh, and the only thing I wrote down which from weeks ago now is that did you, you, we both saw those pictures that uh, Chris Harris put online he was filming with Tiff yes for Top Gear yeah and Tiff was sporting on presumably what was an absolutely Baltically cold day. Oh, <laughs> incredibly
1: cold day. of leather jacket. Oh, he was wearing oh the thinnest so of
0: slices. We can only urge leather. you to keep watching uh, the new Top Gear when it's I presume uh, it for really, the I don't know is it is this I thought this series had finished anyway. At some point
1: on Top Gear, Tiff will be there. Well, amazingly, yeah, and it, Monkey Harris Chris. He he messaged me and asked me for Tiff's phone number, and I was like, "What? You don't have his number?" What, after they filmed together? Yeah, after they'd filmed together. Oh. He obviously he either was going to say, I'm very sorry for what happened, yeah, dot, sorry, dot, dot, whatever, yes. whatever did happen. <laughs> or, or it was great, Tiff, let's have another drink together at some time Yeah, uh, with the Carpaccio of Leather Jacket. Well, which best is sort of, of f-
0: luck with that, Tiff, by the way, because I've been trying to go for a pint with Chris Monkey Harris for, in Bristol for about the last six months yeah. and the twat's ghosting me. i <laughs> 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 not, not to take it personally, but... You ghosty. Seriously. Um... So yes, the Carpaccio may be on the telly.
1: It may have been on. Maybe I'm. Well, maybe the the feature the the feature was all about the 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 huge, colourful history of the motorsport jacket. (laughs) (laughs) And and it would involve. He starts off turning up with his usual Hugo Boss ultra thin stitch leather jacket, which is tasteful Mm. and doesn't get in your way when you're driving because it doesn't Ah, doesn't ruffle up.
0: Doesn't add weight. Doesn't add weight. Doesn't ruffle up. No,
1: but of course, as soon as you get outside into the wind chill of an airfield or a test track, (laughs) it's like bloody hell! I am not equipped for this. So, so you either you need a motorsport fleece. The history of the motorsport jacket, though, would be amazing. Because you go sort of that's a book, Richard.
0: The thirties and forties flying jacket.
1: Flying jackets. sheepskin,
0: sheepskin collar, leather big yeah. bulky they yeah. always make people look like they've got big upper body don't they so,
1: I would love it because I am not a sort of a broad gentleman but I don't think it's a flattering big upper body you just
0: look like you just you know one of those what do you look like you just look like you like pies a lot and you think it bulks up you just, you just look like an ostrich because you've got a big sort of round <laughs> upper body and then spins
1: and your, legs <laughs> yeah, your ostriches the... have just got windscreen wipers for legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really thin old car windscreen wipers that hinge <laughs> backwards Um yeah and um, um, so you'd go from sheepskin into when did it start becoming sort of man-made fibres or? Well, I think you might in the fifties have
0: got a sort of cotton overall or type. Well, or like a sort of, yeah, like a cotton <clears throat> kind of, not a baseball jacket, but a sort of like a racing overall with a, maybe a stripe.
1: Yeah, which I've got a few of those. They're mm. all inflammable. I tend not to wear them near cars. Infl- Why is inflammable and flammable the same thing? It's I so think confusing. inflammable. Inflammable is like stage three flammable. Is it? So yeah. I'm sure Someone
0: listening, who's maybe inflammable
1: know, like a fire means, fire means fire you just if or... you think of fire near it or you Bluetooth yeah. near it, it'll just In, catch fire. Inflam- but inflammable would sound just like I suppose unflammable. That's not a word. Un- is it? <laughs> no, un- unflammable means it can't be set on fire, doesn't it? Or is that flame retardant?
0: I think I don't think it's like unflammable. Inflammable, inflammable flammable I mean the same <laughs> no, I'm, un- I'm unflammable. Un- it's become meaningless it's, now. it's
1: confusing the more you uh, say it
0: it's meaning but uh, anyway but you know, the, the they're very of- yes you're right they're, they're riskily they are very flame. very
1: polyester-y yeah. nylon-y I think back
0: in the 50s they'd have been cotton though wouldn't they because yeah. polyester was probably in its infancy then that would have been 60s then think, yes and you get your satiny
1: very sheeny. sheeny I've got a few of those which are great for sort of lightweight rain as good mm-hmm. as a wind cheater yeah uh, usually with the drawstrings around the waist, yeah. you know the ones <laughs> yeah. I mean. Oh. I like drawstring. Have you ever
0: extracted a drawstring from a pair of drawstring garments? Yeah. Sort of just using sheer sort of will and
1: easing. Knitting. It back I, I used an, an old knitting needle. <laughs> right.
0: If I'd had an old knitting needle, but I yeah, I had a pair of running shots. Lost the lost the drawstring the other day. Eased it back. There's nothing, there's nothing <laughs> more eased, satisfying. I eased back the drawstring. I mean, it took me about five hours. It but just but I
1: sounds, did like, it. sounds like some sort of home medical um, <clears throat> procedure. I just eased just back the drawstring so i can ease back your drawstring
0: um, you teased it back teased out it. i teased it that's what it i teased it out teased like it. a snake charmer well, because the thing is i sort of got so far and i was like i reckon i've gone about halfway i'm not giving <clears> up <throat> now and yeah. so i got the bastard thing out um anyway yes then in the 70s
1: still satiny but i think still satiny different cut maybe yes. slightly would have been a tighter cut in the 70s or quilted oh yeah. Quilting. Early days of quilting. Mm. And that's when the rally scene probably got bigger. Yeah. Because rally in the I'm gonna say rally in the eighties was it was at its peak of popularity, would yeah, you say? Yeah, but that's
0: when we I think we'd have brought in technical anorak at that point.
1: Tech Anorak. T- <laughs> Talarak. Te- <laughs> tech the, the motorsport <laughs> technical Tech <tech-a-rac>. anorak. <fan. laughs> so you think the early days of puffer in the uh, in not the-
0: puffer, I'm thinking
1: just Quilt. You know, sort of big. Sleeping bag. Well, you know, like yeah, or maybe
0: you know, like Tiff's famous emergency Skoda. <laughs>
1: Skoda, that's a, that's a tech-a-rack isn't it? Cause he's it's... never thanked me for that other one, which Skoda kindly sent to oh, his. Yes. I gave Skoda his but home does address. Does he know
0: that you instigated though, or you were the facilitator?
1: Uh, oh, I'm sending him a text going, you should expect something from Skoda from the in the post. <laughs> um, so he did think it was some sort of weird stalker. And thank you again to Skoda for sending him a, a modern-day technical... Yeah. And those are the ones that are almost neoprene. Yes. So a lot of today's motorsport oh, jackets exactly. are, are thin-looking, mm. but they are warm, mm. and they're obviously wind-resistant. Yeah. And they have quite a complementary... Yeah, cuffs. The cuffs are quite... They're adjustable.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, like got, Like a rubber... I'm sort yeah. of, you know, Velcro effect. Yeah. And they've always got quite a good kind of welcome to my island, Mr. Bond collar, I find. Yes, they have, haven't they? Yeah, because yeah. They, they, they tailor the figure well, especially if you get them in black. They're often matte black or satin yeah. grey. <laughs> Porsche, they do a meat. Exquisitely tasteful, Exquisite. yes. Oh my
0: god, a Porsche. A Porsche. Um... Technical...
1: Tailored fit. Tailored fit. Neoprene jacket.
0: Bang up to date. twenty yeah. twenty two spec. Yeah. 23 model year jackets. I think there should Ooh. be a... Walter Roll would wear one. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't he? Yeah. Good shoulders yeah. on it. Just sort of neatly tailored, yeah.
1: A... There should be a motorsport jacket amnesty. <laughs> where... <laughs> well... Where... Well, you're not allowed to own a motor, <clears throat> a, a, a manufacturer jacket if you own that car. So you have to have an no. amnesty. So if, say Richard's got a Subaru and I've got a Mitsubishi. I can't wear a Rally Art jacket. Oh.
0: Okay.
1: I'm not allowed. Bold. Yeah, so we have to switch it up. Because mm. it's all about embracing other people's... Yes, other cultures, other cultures, other cultures. Other cultures yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, so the rich culture. The of guy in the Daihatsu Terios hasn't got uh, a Daihatsu Puffer. He's got, yeah, he's got a Land Rover Freelander
0: Mark One. <laughs> yes, yes, Technical Technicanaresque. <laughs> <Alarak. Alarak. laughs> <Take Alarak. laughs> you know see so, what I mean though they always, they always seem to have like sort of folds and flappy bits there's oh sort of yeah. just too much going on like a fishing
1: jacket on. they've got there's zips so many. and
0: poppers and uh, you just go there's a netting. lot going on here there's... loads
1: of internal not, not netting going <laughs> yeah. on I'm going to have to take a day off to work out how to use this jacket it's yeah. just it's too busy <laughs> would you have in your inside pocket a helmet net <laughs> like a motorsport <laughs> yeah, helmet net it looks like you've got an absurdly large cyst on your right hand side go, no 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 I'm carrying my jacket and my inside pocket in the net because I had that
0: I've got this bloody skiing jacket thing that I wore to go walking in the lakes the other week and that's got I've still I've had that for about 20 years and I'm still finding pockets on it I didn't know were there.
1: It's it's insane but yeah. That's the, like practical cars with cubby holes that you find mm. several years into ownership of the car. Yes. And you just go shit. I didn't know you could keep pound coins in that. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's for the toll booth that that we never ever use yeah. in the UK. That's where you keep the card for that. Oh yes. What cars? Cars? There's some cars that have that. Is it Merckx have got those? You got the little clip in the
0: windscreen. It's a big Skoda thing. Skoda, Skoda VW like thing. Yeah, I think Pursat, Pursat, yeah. people like that. Peugeot people because mm. they're always parking in municipal car
1: parks. Although it's, that's the car equivalent of the person that has a biro in their top pocket <laughs> on their shirt, and they keep a biro at all times. Even in a world of touchscreen, digital signing ability, yeah. all that stuff, there's still a... Yeah, yeah. It's probably an engineering thing. In I fact, think it's, it's probably our yeah. dad thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't I, it? I, I think so. My
1: dad used to carry several pens around of different colours. You're never going to regret that. No, we go
0: black and red. well, unless they leak, and then you are going to. I think he did have a leaky regret. pen once, <laughs> <He did>. right <laughs> off a shirt.
1: Yeah, and a leaky pen. had a leaky bick
0: incident, but uh, yeah, which um...
1: I sat on some food in a car recently, <laughs> 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 well, I didn't know I'd done it. What was, did you sit on? It was it was uh, it was some flat jack which did uh-huh. look like shit. <laughs> I, find I was driving for ages looking for it I, <laughs> I, I am, I'm certain I bought for flapjack I can't friggin find it anywhere where's that damn flapjack I'm, I'm a little bit peckish <laughs> so as you're driving along you're sort of smoothing your hands along yeah, the seats because yeah, yeah. I'm keeping my eyes on the road but it's dark. You're doing the old I'm sort of fingering fill. the squab. I'm fingering the passenger squab like that. I'm doing it with the seat I'm sat on there. I'm fingering the squab, going, "Where's that damn flapjack? Is it gone down on the floor? Feeling the floor, couldn't find it." And then I get out of the car after about an hour and a half, oh, and there God. is the most destroyed, the hot flat, flapjack. Honestly, honestly, it just it, it. Do you know what it looked like? It looked like a used tea bag. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's what so. it looked like.
0: <laughs> I know this is weird and niche, but I find I find people accidentally sitting on food one of the funniest <laughs> things in the world. Really? <laughs> well, because it's, so, it's such a rare thing, and it's, it's just <laughs> something incredibly because like You do not want to sit on food, A. B, how did you sit on the food? And I remember once, uh, the guy who used to studio direct Top Gear, Brian Klein, who was a famously clumsy, accident-prone man, once came shambling into our... sort of green room at the studio uh, to join us for the read through of the studio script first thing in the morning and we always had there was catering at the studio bacon sandwiches so everyone would go and grab a bacon sandwich and we'd sit down read the script Brian came in a bit late rushed in and just sat down and just sat on a bacon
1: sandwich <laughs> had it been had it been hosed down with
0: ketchup I think it might uh, have been all I remember is he then someone went Brian you just sat on ham and sandwich and he's like what oh fuck fuck, fuck. ham Stand and up. sandwich I think it was ham and sandwich They just sort of put down on the sofa for a second while he was getting his script out and it was uh. and Brian stood up again and all I remember is that then it, up, it was so undignified because basically one slice of bread had stuck to his heart,
1: and then the rest of it sort of dropped away but <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just...
0: <laughs> Sorry, I bet just, just,
1: I can't be the only person funniest, that has gone yeah. that has spent a considerable amount of time in the driver's seat on accidentally sitting on top of a foodstuff. <laughs> I can't believe I'm the only uh, person. There's been there's uh, been numerous. I've, there would have been crisps. Did that I? just ends up turning yeah. into powder. Oh, yeah, then you've just got. Yeah, and if you've got goes. it on an Alcantara seat, that's mm. going to take. You need an archaeological team to get all those grains out.
0: Well, so, uh, talking of going to the Topkiss studio, in the early days, my uh, colleague, Jim Wiseman, who's a mate of ours still, is. Sweet, sweet guy. Sweet, sweet guy. Lovely guy. Uh, he and I always used to share a car down to Dunsfold, and we had this tradition where we would stop at a petrol station just uh, on the outskirts of London and get a coffee, and Jim is a, a was. Uh, a fiend for pastries. He loves a pastry. Oh, really? But sometimes he'd get like a pan au chocolat. Oh, a flaky thing. Flaky thing with bits of chocolate. And quite often, it always seemed to coincide with when I had a press car with like cream leather seats. He'd suddenly go, oh, oh, oh dear, oh, it looks like there's been a dirty protest. And a bit of chocolate would have dropped down between yep. his legs. And then he'd have realised it later on through the journey where it had nicely sort of melted into the leather. And I'd go, like, oh, fuck, Jimmy, I've to clean it up. Yeah, that was where, have I talked about this on the show before, that w- when we would go to that petrol station, one of us would get the coffee machine going, and it was the job of the other one to go over to the magazine racks...
1: Because oh, by pornography. Well, no, it had an abnormally yes. Large you have told you
0: about this pre-screening the covers, and we would do read the headlines off the porn mags in the style of Jeremy Paxman at the end of Newsnight. You know, he used to do the headlines in a very dismissive way. So, you know, just go razzle, uh, lick my titties, and knave go with I'm hot and wet for your cock. <laughs> uh,
1: that's it. That's all we got time for. This. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just kept us entertained every Wednesday
1: morning. Uh, I, I'd like you to leave voicemail messages for me like this on a <laughs> weekly basis, if that's okay. It really pep oh, me up. I was
0: going to... I can't remember if I've saved it. That voice note you left me... Well, which you, one? When you started... You suddenly just went and now a word from our sponsor and started doing an impression of your old flatmate. Going, <laughs> doing 2.2, yeah?
1: Oh, yeah, I think I did do that one. I think
0: I might have saved it. If I have, I'll play it out at the end of this... Um, this podcast after yeah. the music is
1: that when you messaged me about um, about, uh, about the, the listener from Australia who saw a man walk into a toilet and use the Dyson hand dryer <laughs> as, as, as a urinal. Yes, and I've got it here. It says, "Hi, this is from this is from Kevin Riley in Brisbane." Mm. Hi, guys. Not sure about the MJT. He's referring to the Mitsubishi jet towel, of oh. course. But on the subject of hand dryers, I used the public toilet at Brisbane International Airport in Australia. As I was leaving, a gentleman walked in, unzipped, and proceeded to take a big slash in mm-hmm. the Dyson hand dryer. You should have seen the look on his face when I tapped him on the shoulder and indicated that the urinals were next door <laughs> in the other room. <laughs> Wouldn't want to be the next person using that hand dryer. Oh, the mist of piss. Oh, piss mist. Oh. You would not know. It's a proper you get you get ricochet. Cause oh it's God! Not, of course, of course. I mean, it's a it's a dicey. But also, the thing wouldn't it just go off as, as yeah. you would? Oh God! It would not. <laughs> imagine <laughs> the powerful it would just motor suddenly start misting piss into your face. <laughs> that would be serious piss man. <coughs> wouldn't it? It'd be like those really oh, amazing when Volkswagen redesigned the washer jets in the Passat. Oh yeah, and they were they incredibly were... efficient. Fine mist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it would be that, but urine. Yeah.
0: Oh God. Well, that's a very on-topic and tasteful note on which to wrap this up. Yes, uh, Not just this podcast, but the podcast for this year. Oh, uh, gosh. Because um, next week is Christmas. right? Well, it's Boxing Day next Monday. and um, We're uh, not working. We're not working. So, no. you know, screw you. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, there'll be a, there will be some kind of podcast on the second in the new year. But this is uh, Smith & Sniff signing out for uh, 2022. Um,
1: Wishing you a glorious Christmas
0: and a phosphorus phosphorus new year. A phosphorus new year, yes. Yes. Uh, Before we go, of course, I do have uh, three things to tell you. Uh, They are one, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. It's called The Corrugate Flake Show, in which Johnny attempts to (laughs) ripple an already heavily textured chocolate bar for no readily apparent reason. Or... (laughs) you could watch the late break show which has got lots of excellent videos about cars and people who love them uh second thing i've got to tell you is that we are hugely grateful to everyone who's listened to this podcast throughout this year thank you ever so much uh, for your support and your loyalty to the, what is frankly a lot of nonsense and uh, everyone who's written in sorry if we haven't replied to you or read out your thing on air we do read everything i promise whether it's through the patreon or uh, through the email hello at or even through the instagram dms much though they vex me enormously but you read them don't you i try
1: to but it's like fighting the tide mm. we get an enormous amount um
0: but thank you but not, thank you i don't want to sound like you. a disgruntled. thank you uh, for ever well, thanks for everything really um, yeah and uh, the third thing I've got to tell you is that um, you know EMF's unbelievable. I do. Massive song. Great. Uh, it was top ten all around the world. Number one in the US. Number three in the UK. It was number one in America. It was. It was huge. I didn't huge. Know that. Huge. Huge. And all that time, and it's still played on the radio. Yeah. And no one ever mentions that it has quite audibly got into it. In it. <laughs> I'll start that again. It's quite audibly got in it. A sample of someone shouting "What the fuck." oh yeah it does have you noticed this yeah. I'd never spotted it and once yeah. you know it's there it's actually Andrew Dice Clay the comedian it's him but that's that it's, it's really obvious
1: yeah I and, love
0: that song and that song yeah it was a US number one with Anne swear in it
1: you referenced that blimmin album the other day and I've got that I bought that Schubert did. Schubert did. great what? album was that 91 yes I think so bloody yeah. love that album it's a good album so <coughs> excuse me you, you're going into limp home mode I think I am yeah so it's going to throw up a fault code <laughs>
0: yeah what was it Bindu saying I got a vocal <laughs> fault code vocal fault uh, code unexpected value that's what I've got <laughs> yes that's what it is yeah a bit of a claggy throat. Um, <clears> throat yeah no Schubert is a mega album so I was listening to it while I was cooking dinner the other the other week and it's um it still stands up it's one of those albums where you go It's not really a duff track on here they're all solid yeah. and
1: good but they never played apart from Unbelievable no because I quite like Lies
0: Lies was great. I really like that. I probably prefer to Unbelievable, which got kind of a bit played to death, yeah. didn't
1: it? I believe is good. I believe is good. And Children? Yeah. I'm a big fan of the opening which track. Which opens. The,
0: well, see, this is what I said on Twitter it's the opening track, but not in my brain, it's not, because I listened to that album so much in '91, but recorded onto tape from a CD by my schoolmate <laughs> and well known fuckwit, Stephen Alice. <laughs>
1: He failed Adel- to
0: tell me that he'd got his CD player on shuffle so the track order was completely different what a turd well I don't think he did it deliberately he was just a fuckwit I mean he was just famously a fuckwit so um, anyway if you're listening Steve yeah sorry if you're I've never met there. you but you're we a lovely you. guy I've got a school reunion next year so Have you? I'm not bad mouthing former classmates um,
1: uh, yeah
0: if well, you it. get
1: a chance if you're listening to this before New Year's Day um, is that going to be a possibility I think I'd listen to this before New Year's Day.
0: Well, almost certainly it's going out on the
1: 19th of December. So Oh, okay, brilliant. In which case, shout on New Year's Eve if you're going out on the town and all that. Shout on that side of things really loudly in someone's <laughs> ear, just as the <laughs> clock strikes midnight. <laughs> or, oh, and or, oh, or, oh, Happy New Year and all that. And just like, really, like, just. Like, wave at them and point at them at point-blank range, (laughs) like Larry pissed people do.
0: Okay, good advice there. Yeah, really good advice. Um, Well, that's that then. Um, We will return next year with more of this, more live shows. We're going to do some more of those. More new merch.
1: Yeah, we've got it. It's it's in the wings.
0: And probably more chat about a mist of urine blowing across an Australian (laughs) lavatory, because, you know, why change a winning formula Uh, but until then thank you ever so much for listening bye bye bye
1: don't fuck about yeah. go out Friday night hit it hard Moroccan black yeah fucked before you've even gone out and like drunk a thing then get your best gear on E46 convertible yeah don't drink before you drive, yeah? Just do drugs, then they won't, they will not detect it, yeah? They will not know how fucked you are. And then come back from the club, yeah? Everybody gathering, Hennessy, potato waffles, all that shit. Giving it, like, big. And then don't sleep. Like, never sleep. Sleeping is pussy shit, yeah? Don't need it. Just carry on through, yeah?